What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Yo, what up, my casuals and casualettes? It's Aaron right here with a... Feels like it's an emergency pod for my new podcast, You Can't Guard Me. Of course, why? Because you can't, probably. Um, episode one, I had some questions about what's in my background. It is, uh, it's Hikari Nujabis. Um, Hikari, H-I-K-A-R-I, Nujabes, or Nujabes, I don't know how you pronounce it, N-U-J-A-B-E-S. Um, I've been listening to this instrumental since, like, 2008, 2009, whenever I'm either working or I'm just chilling or I I just want to get my thoughts right. Um, I played a lot of this on repeat. And uh, I'm one of those guys who I can listen to things on repeat for a long, long time. And this gets my thoughts going and gets my brain going. That's why I kind of like it in the background. It's more for me, less, you know, for you guys. Um, This is more of an emergency pod. I didn't plan on doing something now. It's super late. I should be in bed. It's after 12. But... Uh, I've got a lot of a lot of uh, questions and messages regarding you know Jordan Poole, and so I I couldn't just tweet something without explaining myself. Um, and just so you you guys know, I don't edit my podcast. I don't listen to myself at all. I don't edit. I don't do any of that. This is like a, I just hit record and I talk. For however long it takes. Um, So just keep that in mind as I'm doing this. I don't edit. I just go all the way through. If I mess something up, I'll try to correct myself on the fly and keep it moving. So a couple things. Um, You know, Jordan Poole's, you know, starting, starting two guard this past year. Uh, A lot of people... A lot of Michigan fans were, you know, pretty, you know, pretty harsh. I would say unfairly at times, regarding you know how he did this year, and a lot of it really wasn't his fault. I think that, uh, I think that um, you know he was in a great spot. He's going to be in a great spot next year if he elects to come back. If he elects to come back, I, I don't even know if that's a possibility, honestly. But, I. I didn't know if he was gonna, you know, go to the league and then, um, you know, not hire an agent, go through the through the combine process, and probably come back. But everything kind of went down a wormhole once March 29th, Sam Webb tweeted out um, outstanding showing by Texas Tech. As for Michigan, 
disappointing end to a good year. Before the season, I thought this was a Sweet 16 team. Finish line moved as the season unfolded. In the end, their flaws, in parentheses, no true go-to guy, one of Beeline's poorer shooting teams, you know, pretty much their undoing. Then some dummy named Ian Vetter enters the mentions. Michigan fans, fans of whatever college you go for, whenever there's a page that has a lot of influence on your school, these parents and their inner circles, they look at these things. However, you know, whatever you say about someone being soft and being a that doesn't matter. You know, people's families look at these forums. These families look on Twitter. I mean, you know, I've had recruits, recruits parents, you know, come into my direct messages and say, hey, thank you for being so positive about my kid. Hey, I really appreciate this. There's so much negativity on the internet. It's really refreshing to see someone who looks at the good things. So just just keep that in mind. Whenever you decide to you know publish something, you are, yes, you're adding someone directly, but take a step back. Look at the whole picture, man. You have a family. You have a recruit's family. You have a player's family. They want to go on the internet. They want to see what's being said about their child. Why? Because that's what they've been doing all their life in high school. They want to know what their kids are up to. They want to know what their kids are doing, whether it's positive or negative. They want to see what their name is being associated with. Um, and I am so I am so glad Twitter didn't start popping until after I left school. Like, well, I don't know. I think if Twitter was popping when I first got to Michigan, I think, um, I don't know. I probably had my own show or something by now. I don't know. But for the sake of negativity, I, I am so, I am so happy I got out of the public eye pretty much when social media started being a huge thing like Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter. Anyways, so back to Sam Webb's tweet. This dummy, this dude named Ian Vetter, he tweets, Jordan Poole needs to move on. Note that Sam Webb didn't say anything about Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole needs to move on. Not sure where or what, but I can't have him on this roster. I can't. Dude has a golf abbey. Talking about I can't have him. Like, who are you? At least not starting. Thanks for the memory last year, but it's time to go. And then, you know, I commented on this um, because Jordan Poole's father, Anthony Poole, is on Twitter. So, of course, he is looking at Sam Webb's tweet. He probably has no clue who Ian Vetter is. He goes to Sam Webb's tweet, and, of course, there's going to be an interaction under it. There's going to be a thread. And he's looking at it. 
And please note that he was probably already frustrated at this point. If you're pissed off about something, wait 24 hours. Wait 24 hours. If you are very mad about something, wait 24 hours. This is a really good this is a really good example of that. So let me read this to you one more time. This guy named Ian Better. Jordan Poole needs to move on. Not sure where or what, but I can't have him on this roster. At least not starting. Thanks for the memory last year, but it's time to go. Anthony Poole, Jordan Poole's family, hits him back with, You're right, it is time to go. Tired of hearing all the crap from Michigan fans when he is told to stand in the corner and wait on the ball and gets blamed for everything half of you don't understand basketball. So you are right, I agree. Well, that's true, kind of, what he says. He says, half of you don't understand basketball. He's giving a lot of credit to casuals. I mean, I'd, I would probably put that at like 90% don't understand basketball. Then another 5% on top of that, you know, couldn't tell you what to do against a, a box and one. Um... So, this opened up a lot of things. This opened up, you know, I I have heard this before. Getting told to stand in the corner and wait on the ball. I had family. I had family say the same thing. Anthony, why, you know, why are you just standing in the corner? Why don't you just cut? They don't know Beeline's offense. They don't know that I'm there to, to you know, stretch the court and get up a shot if open like they don't know that they don't know that the premise of the offense is to keep the middle open here's where it you know it's almost like a catch-22 this comes back to Xavier Simpson Xavier Simpson is my dude like, that guy is tough as nails. He is a brick. He is a bulldog. I love him to death. I really don't care if you agree or disagree with this. These are just my feelings. But Xavier Simpson is our Draymond Green. I'll say it again. Xavier Simpson is Michigan's Draymond Green. Doesn't do anything pretty. Doesn't do anything flashy. But he is a dog. And he will do whatever it takes to try to win a basketball game. Draymond Green, so Swiss Army Knife. He can he can he can impact the game in so many ways. Xavier Simpson. The Swiss Army Knife. He can impact the game in so many ways. He can have a triple-double. No, I think he's one of those guys who can end up with a, a triple-double like Draymond did and have five or six points. Like, I, like, 
if he had a 10 rebound, 10 assist, 10 steal game, would you really be surprised? If Xavier Simpson did that, would you be surprised? Pretty sure Draymond did that this past year in the NBA. Where he's not going to, he will not, he's able to, but he's not going to come in every game and just be in attack mode and get buckets. That's that's not how he plays. But I'm going to say it comes back to Simpson because guys like Nick Stauskas, guys like Karis LeVert, Guys, even Derek Walton got an opportunity at the next level. Guys like Trey Burke. Guys like Tim Hardaway Jr. These guys were very effective in the pick and roll. Michigan's... Michigan has such an NBA game. I mentioned this in... My podcast the other day, they have an NBA type of scheme where it's pick and roll, it's cutting, and it's ISO. Now, remember, this podcast is centered around Jordan Poole, okay? So always keep that in mind here. You have you have Xavier Simpson, pick and roll with Teske, pick and roll with Teske, pick and roll with Teske. Two guys who are probably the most consistent, as I've said, but two guys who are going to impact the game in multiple different ways, but they're not going to impact the game offensively like Iggy can, like Jordan Poole can. Remember, this is about Jordan Poole. I'm just trying to set the whole scene for you. What is Michigan good at? What is their offense right now? ISO? Pick and roll. ISO, pick and roll. Michigan is in rare air right now with a John Beeline team who struggles to shoot the ball. Two of their most consistent guys are who? Teske and Simpson. I have always encouraged them to shoot open shots. And yes, they're open for a reason, but you have to shoot open shots to keep the defense honest. Back to it. This is about Jordan Poole. Xavier Simpson and Teske are probably the least efficient shooters that Michigan has had this past year. If neither one of those guys has the ball... There's no spacing. If Simpson has the ball, there is spacing. Why? Because guys have to guard Livers off the ball. They have to guard Jordan Poole off the ball. They have to guard Iggy off the ball. They even respect Matthews off the ball. Why am I saying this? This is why. If Jordan Poole is playing the pick and roll the way he is capable of, he could be as efficient as Staskis was or Karras was. 
and he could be a first-round pick in the NBA draft. But he will not have the right spacing as long as Simpson is in the game with him. That's the issue. And you can't sit Simpson. You cannot sit your Draymond Green. You can't. You cannot sit your Draymond Green. So now you you have to scheme up a way so you can play Simpson, but at the same time, you can still utilize Jordan Poole. So therefore... You saw Jordan Poole and a lot of quick hitters and, you know, quickly getting to the rack or a quick ball screen. It was never a developing play because as soon as Simpson gave the ball up, Simpson's guy was in a lot of help. Simpson's guy was in a lot of help. Simpson has, he has to shoot, he has to shoot above 35% next year from three. He he has to do it. He plays too many minutes. Michigan needs the they need the spacing badly. If you want to talk about why Michigan was so lacking on the was so lacking on the offensive side and sometimes it was just stagnant, it was because you had a pick and roll between Teske and Simpson. You know, that you know that that's not a terrible thing, but the ball is not in Iggy's hands. The ball's not in Poole's hands to make a decision. Guys who can score at all three levels. Scoring at all three levels means you can shoot from three and be effective. You can shoot from the mid-range and be effective. You can get to the rack and score at the rim effectively. And then you shoot free throws at a high clip. The ball was never really in their hands because Simpson had to be on the ball to keep the spacing. You put Simpson off the ball, the spacing goes away. And that sucks. And that really, really sucks. That really, really sucks. I, you know, comes back to, you know, someone asked me tonight, which is why I'm doing this, you know, are the rumors true about Jordan Poole transferring? Um, I've heard a lot of things. I've heard from sources pretty close to the situation that yeah, he is. That's what I'm that's what I'm hearing. I hope this changes things. One of the biggest things is that, you know, why he would transfer when he has the situation to get to where he wants to go. He wants to go to the league. There is not a better program in the country to send your 6'5 to 6'7 wing pick-and-roll player to the NBA than Michigan. There is not a better one out there. Point blank, period. There is not a better one out there. Because of the teaching and the playing style, there is not a better program in the country than the University of Michigan of sending a shooting guard wing to the league who's capable of being that guy. Nick Stauskas. Stauskas went from being a spot-up shooter in one year. Next year, he's player of the year in the Big Ten. Pick-and-roll magician. 
Tim Hardaway Jr. went from one or two offers to being an assassin, being a scoring machine, and that was playing beside the best point guard in the country that year. Trey Burke became the guy because of his ability to score at all three levels. Derek Walton got an opportunity because when he was picking rolling with Mo, he had shooters surrounding him. He had Irvin. He had he had DJ. He had Duncan Robbins. He had dudes around him who other teams had to respect. They even had to respect Mo big time too. He was a big time shooter. He was a big time gamer. It comes down to you got to keep the floor spread. How do you do that? Simpson, like I said, he is Michigan's Draymond. He has to play 30-plus minutes, but he needs to shoot at a 35% and higher clip. Why Jordan Poole maybe got pulled off the PNR responsibilities was because teams were starting to shrink the floor when he got the ball. How do you not shrink the floor? How do you force teams to not shrink the floor? From three-point percentage, I said this earlier, only one person in the rotation shot over 40%. Only one person did. And even, you know, if you if you look back at Iggy Brzezdekis' threes, he shot high 30s. He, he made a lot of contested buckets. He made a lot of contested buckets. He didn't, he didn't, <laughs> very rarely he hit a wide open easy one. He was hitting contested buckets. Contested buckets. The spacing, the spacing, the spacing messed up pool this year. They need more spacing. They need the shooting. They need the shooting so guys like Poole can eat. And thrive. And they didn't have that. They didn't have the spacing. To pick and roll ISO offense with no spacing. That's like. That's opposite. That's like running a spread with everyone bunched together. Like. It it's, doesn't make sense. In order to spread the court. You got to have weapons. Jordan Poole in the pick and roll could be a monster. But Simpson has got to be Simpson has got to be a better shooter. He's got to be a better spot-up guy. He can't always have the rock. He's really good in the PR in the PNR and finding, but Jordan Poole is much more than a spot-up dude. Jordan Poole is much more than a quick hitter, ISO, and go. Jordan Poole can play point. He's 6'5", 190. He could, he, could play, he could play point. He could play point. But at the same time, you're, you don't want your dog on. You don't want your dog sitting down. You don't want your bulldog sitting down. That is the one negative. That is the, like, everything else, I couldn't ask more from Simpson. He brings it. 120%, and I hate that term, but he brings it. He brings it every game. I've never questioned his toughness. I've never questioned 
his will. I've never questioned his competitiveness. I've never questioned any of that. But if if this team can go another level, if Poole leaves or not, if Poole leaves or not, Simpson is going to have to be better off the ball shooting. He has to. He has to 35% and up. And he can do it too. He can do it. The way that his free throws went after the Binghamton game, I think he was shooting like mid-70s, low 80s after that game from the uh, uh, free throw line. Before, it was like, oh, man, just make one. Now it was, okay, he's probably going to make them you know, both. I've heard things about Poole leaving. Um, the Anthony Poole tweet, though, was very alarming to me. And then I did hear things that I've I've heard, you know, from sources close um, that he is leaving. And if he is leaving, um, that's that's going to tell me more. You know, there's more going on. There's more going on than what people are seeing at the surface. Um. If he's leaving because he's being told to stand in the corner, um, it's not a good reason. Because you will not be able to go anywhere else and be closer to your goal. Like, going somewhere to sit and then play your senior year academic, that is that is totally opposite. That is totally opposite to how close that dude is to his goals. He is so, he is so close. He is so close. Spending this whole spring and summer working with working with Haynes and working with Beeline on what to expect in the in the PNR and what to expect in the ISO. How can we get pull the ball in a spot where Simpson's guy isn't in a and isn't in a place to help as much to interrupt things with Jordan in the 2v2 game? Run some more naked stuff. Naked stuff meaning have it be, you know, two guys, you know, Teske and Poole are on one side. Nobody's in the corner. Run more naked stuff to where it's a true 2v2 and Poole can hoop. Because if you're if you're top of the key and you're getting that pick and roll, that top side pick and roll where, you know, Beeline loves, you know, you're going to have... Simpsons guy coming from either side. Who you you could put him in, doesn't matter which corner. That dude could be annoying no matter what. But if you go naked on one side, now you have a situation where his guy, if he decides to help, he's gonna be on he's gonna be so far away. Now Simpson can get the ball, drive it, and make a play. Or make a one more pass because now it's two on one with, you know, whether him and Iggy or him and Livers versus the one guy who's in the paint. So, you know, I'm he, you know, if if I were to give percentages today, I would say twenty percent he declares for the draft and returns to Michigan. 70%, I would say he transfers out. 10%, 
I would say he's doesn't declare, doesn't do anything. He just he just stays. I just don't see I just don't see how a transfer would make sense. But based on what I'm hearing, um that's a very high possibility, unfortunately. Cause this team is gonna need that dude. Granted, you know, not sure what Iggy's gonna do, but you know, Wilson's coming Wilson's coming in as a freshman. He could shoot it. Nunez will be in his second year. He could shoot it. Even, you know, Brooks has shown in the in the last couple weeks he can shoot it. No, very capable guys are in the are in the program. When it comes to usage, Jordan Poole's usage is going to go up exponentially next year. So you're telling me Jordan Poole's usage is going to go up exponentially? You're already in a pick and roll and ISO offense, and you're going to be the guy. You're going to leave that. I don't know. I don't know. I just I just hope it's not some alpha thing where, you know, we don't need you type of outlook. I really hope they take a step back and look at what's in front of them in terms of the situation. And I'm not biased. Like, I love Michigan to death. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here biased in terms of, you know, Michigan's the best, raw raw. That's just not how I operate, man. But if you lay it out the way that I just did, you know, Jordan Poole is going to have an incredible opportunity next year. Incredible. Even if that's sliding him down to the three, slide him to the three. Slide him to the three. But Simpson's got to be able to hit at least 35% from long range. He's he's got to be able to, because Jordan Poole needs that spacing. Jordan Poole never was able to be in the PNR, especially in Big Ten play, because those teams are on everything. Big Ten teams, even the bad teams, even Rutgers and Illinois, they're on everything. Northwestern, they're on everything. Those Big Ten teams are on everything. They've seen you play a million times now. They played against you a million times now. They have so much tape on you. You can't hide. You can't hide. They're gonna they're they are gonna they are gonna shut down everything that you even think of doing. But you can't shut down, you can't, you know, when it comes to talent, just be better than the guy in front of you. Jordan Poole was better than the guy in front of him almost every game this year. But in the spots that he was in, he was off the ball. Why? Because if Simpson's off the ball, there's no spacing. What does Michigan need? They need spacing. What does Michigan need to do to get that spacing? Simpson has got to be able to shoot it a little bit better. Five or six percent better. That's all you need. That's all you need. Five or six percent better. I'm not sitting here saying that you need to you need to be Steph Curry. Be Kenny Goins. Be Kenny Goins. 
that's what you got to be. I think Kenny ended up like 34, 35%. Beat Kenny Goins. Dudes had to guard him this year from three. Beat Kenny Goins from three. If you could beat Kenny Goins from three, which he's capable of doing, Michigan gets that spacing back. And it's going to suck to have that spacing without a next-level player like Poole on the ball. Which is sad. Which is sad, man. Which is so, so sad. So, what I'm hearing from sources that, you know, you know, dude is gone. But for me, but for me personally, I think that if someone in a circle takes a step back and really looks at the situation, how are we going to get better than this? Like, junior year, it's your rock. Jordan Poole pushes Simpson to get 5 or 6% better from three. Jordan Poole is in the lab with Haynes. He's in the lab with Beeline, getting it, getting it right. Understanding PR, what they expect. Go look at every single turnover that Jordan had in the pick and roll. Every turnover that Jordan had in the ISO and fix it. And fix it. You got what? I'm not even gonna count April. You got May, June, July, August, September, October. You got six, you got half a year. You got half a year to get in the lab to fix it. You got half a year to get into the to get in the lab and fix it. You got six months to work on your body. You got six months to study this game. No better teacher than Beeline when it comes to PR and ISO. No better teacher, especially when it comes to film. He's an MFer in the film room, but you gotta you gotta take it, you gotta soak it up, and you gotta you gotta embrace that. You gotta embrace that. It sucks. It's it's really it's it sucks because I don't understand it. Some transfers I get it, other transfers I don't. This one feels like it's more than basketball. Because if it was about basketball, this isn't even a thing. It's more so about if he declares, is he going to stay in or not? If he leaves, it's more than, it's more than just basketball. Because if, if it was about basketball, he's not budging. That's my only two cents about that. Does Jordan Poole need to move on? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you're a fan and you love your school, if you are ignorant and don't know what you're talking about, shut up. Straight up, shut up. Please. Please keep your keep your opinions to yourself. It's a free country, so you can let people know how dumb you are. That's fine. But when it gets to the point where you are impacting, you are impacting a school itself and what they're trying to accomplish and get done, a little bit too much. And then you double down and triple down on top of that. People are very, very strange. Very, very strange, strange beings. 
Slow people make me itch. My mom and I, man, we'll get on the phone and we start telling, you know, stories back and forth. And we say it all the time. Man, stupid people, slow people, like, they, they just give me anxiety. Like, I really want to understand where you're coming from right now, but I can't think to a level that basic, bruh. I'm sorry. Get away from me. You're making me itch. But didn't expect to be up at 1 a.m. making this podcast for you guys. But I do know that a lot of people are going to, you know, it's the end of the basketball season officially. Transfer portal season, NBA draft early entry season. It is here. It is here. I'm not even sure when the Michigan banquet is, but that's that's going to also tell you who's going to be around. In the past, there have been there have been people who stuck around who were transferring for the banquet. Others did not stick around for the banquet. So that may tell you one one thing or the other. I just hope he makes the right decision and I hope it's you know he's such he's such a good kid wish nothing but the best. I hope he stays. And I hope his decision isn't personal cuz personal decisions can get in the way can get in the way of it could just it could change your life forever if you make a decision personal make a business decision yeah you're a student athlete but you know make a business decision who and what is going to get me to my is going to get me to where I want to go sitting out a year and then being an academic senior I mean, NBA already doesn't like, they don't like old guys. So you're pretty much saying, you know what? I'm going to transfer and I'm going to get to the NBA in two years. Don't make that personal choice when you got it laid out for you right now. You got it laid out for you right now. And there's no hands better than... Than that staff in 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 uh, Ann Arbor, man. Hope he makes the right choice. Hope he makes the right choice. It's pretty much all I got. I couldn't answer that in two hundred eighty characters, unfortunately. Um, but this was technically episode two. I didn't want episode two to be this quick. But here we are. But here we are. The pool family seems very, 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 very close. Very, very close-knit. I know they've, you know, they've seen travel ball over the years. They've probably seen some friends transfer in and out. And, you know, I really hope that they take a step back and realize what's in front of them. But... That's pretty much it, man. 
thank you again for listening in. My last ep- episode one, last time I checked, is almost at 300 plays. Man, that's that's so awesome. You know, thank you for this. Thank you for the you know support. Um, seems like a lot of people are really you know enjoying what I have to say, which is a good thing. I try to be as unbiased as as unbiased as possible. But you know, almost three hundred plays, and it's been a day, a day and a half. I. I appreciate that so much, you guys. That is, that's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you for the support. And as time goes, I'll try to make it better. I may even start editing, who knows, and add some quirky stuff in here. Nothing wild, but I just hate listening to myself talk. I just like to just talk, post, and then see what people have to say. I'll have special guests at some point, but this was an emergency pod. I just had to get this out out there, so so I wasn't getting bombarded with questions. Now you can have something to reference. Um, you can have something to reference if someone you know you know is is asking me what my thoughts are on on Jordan Poole. Just you know tag this you know tag this to their. Uh, uh, comment and just and keep it moving but thank you again man you know you guys are awesome i'm so glad that you guys have been listening i'm trying to get the podcast on um on apple and spotify uh, I'm trying once i do i'm definitely going to post it and put it out there but thank you guys for listening in i do i do appreciate it you know, the more activity it gets, the more, the more creative I'll get as well, too. So thank you guys. Peace. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.